Welcome back, my friends, to the podcast that never ends. We're so glad you could attend. Come inside, come inside. I am Joe Spiegel. <laughs> okay. I didn't know we were doing that anymore. I, you know what? I, I that it's just. I mean, it felt like you know the the part of the shtick that we do, right? I am Mike Sutherland. All right. Zombie slayers, Tallahassee, Columbus, Wichita, and Little Rock leave the confines of the White House to travel to Graceland in Memphis, Tennessee. Along the way, they encounter other post-apocalyptic warriors and a group of survivors who find refuge in a commune. The scrappy fighters must now rely on their wits and weapons more than ever as they soon find themselves in a relentless battle against smarter, faster, and seemingly indestructible zombies. Directed by Ruben Fleischer, starring Woody Harrelson, that other guy, and Jesse Eisenberg, <laughs> Emma Stone, and Abigail Breslin, as well as Rosario Dawson, Zoe Deutsch, and Luke Wilson. I bring you our review of Sony Pictures Zombieland. I guess Thomas Middleditch doesn't get a get a nod there. Huh? No, he but doesn't because he annoys me. <laughs> he is kind of annoying. He's not even in the fucking cast list. That's that is. That's pathetic. And he probably talked his way out of it. <laughs> Stammered his way out of it. Yes. All right. Oh, hold on. Cinematography was done by Chung Chung Hoon. That's a name. Yes, it is. Okay. Riot Entertainment. Okay. Is it Mr. Chung or Mr. Chung Hoon? It's Chung Chung Hoon. <laughs> All right. So years after Zombieland came out in 2009, after more and more time went by and more and more zombie things were coming out, it, it felt like there was a, a snowball's chance in hell that a sequel was going to happen, especially after the cancellation of the uh, the TV series, after the pilot was made. Uh, but they finally said, okay, we're going to do it. And I'm like, okay, uh, you know what? I, I'm on board. I don't know how well it's going to be because it's been so long. Are the same people involved? Yes, same people are involved. But there's, it's like, what else do you do with a... With, with with zombies. I mean, God, they've done, in the 10 years since this, this movie has come out, since the first one did, you've got, you've had The Walking Dead. You've had 10 seasons of The Walking Dead, okay? You've had its spinoff shows. You've had a shit ton of straight-to-video movies and theatrical movies. Um, TV shows other than The Walking Dead with zombies in them. What else can be done? Well, I, this movie doesn't try to really add anything new to the zombie genre, which is smart. They don't, they're not trying to, you know, break new ground here. And for the most part, I'm on board with that because like, what else could you do, right? What I like is and what the most important thing with a sequel like this is, especially a beloved sequel of a, of a zombie, which I like to call them, is you got to have the chemistry. You got to have that that sense of camaraderie between the main characters. If you don't have that, who gives a shit about the sequel? No one gives a shit about the sequel. So, that was the most important thing because what boils down to me, you know, boils down my problems with the film would be there's not much story here. <laughs> there's nothing new here. Um I don't I didn't feel that there was very many grandiose type moments here, but None of that mattered because in a way it kind of reminded me in a, in a twisted way, reminded me of watching the incredible sequel where whatever little problems I might've had with it, I didn't give a shit. I was just glad that the whole gang was back, you know, after so long, 
it was great to see these guys again. And it seemed like they didn't miss a beat with each other. They were all interacting just like they, they always had in the first film. And and it's funny. The movie's funny. I don't recall too many scenes where I laughed out loud, like, you know, hilarity kind of laughing. But the movie is funny from start to finish. And I laughed. And it was good. You know, um, the characters, there was none of the characters betrayed themselves. Like, you know, you know, like sometimes there's a, a change in personality in characters with sequels, right? Just because of either bad writing or bad directing or whatever. This time, didn't none of that stuff. The only the only thing that I noticed that was a was an insult to characters to any of the characters um, was near the end when you had you know this is all of course a spoiler alert podcast but when 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 they're being surrounded when the whole group is when they're at this Babylon place and Woody and them are being surrounded by all of these T eight hundred walkers that are attacking them and Woody you know it says to them uh, I, I think this is the end y'all I, I think this is it and then they like they just gave up for a second and then they make it through because you know of course you're going to have the um the ex machina that happens right the deus ex machina yeah you know it's 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 so far unbelievable for him to say something like that when they're surrounded by a sea of fucking undead my problem is tallahassee is not that kind of a person if you watched it in the first film when he's surrounded in that fucking uh that shack when he's killing all the zombies coming around him when they're at the uh the fun you know the the theme park um he didn't back down when it looked like he was going to die. He didn't just, oh, this is the end. No, this, he just kept fighting. That's because he was putting on a front. And this one, he was doing the exact opposite, which is what you kind of need for a sequel. I'm not, I'm, I'm not condescending. You're, I'm devil, you're devil's advocating. I and get it. you need that for a more humanistic element instead of keeping the character the same by giving him that fake masculine. I'm not going to say toxic masculinity because that's a bullshit yeah. term. I, but what I'm saying is this, his whole fake persona of being the tough guy all yeah, the time. Yeah. You know, and finally he's, he, he comes to a point where his, he's not softening. Yeah. But because he finally found a family, yeah. Instead of, and he keeps because throughout the whole film, he keeps um, he keeps saying he's going to go off on his own. I'm the lone wolf, yeah. but he never goes off on his own, right? Mm-hmm. So yeah, I it just it would have felt more appropriate to his character to dive into the crowd of zombies to to save everyone else or something. No, it wouldn't have then, because that then, doesn't make his character any better. I'm not saying I would have agreed with that happening. I'm just saying that it. It doesn't. It just seemed to be against his character to give up that quickly. It wasn't against his character. You missed the whole point of Woody Carol Harrelson's character arc, which is he changed from the first to the second movie, and he's grown to become the father figure of this dysfunctional family. So if he can't fix the problem, ain't no one fixing the problem. When he says, "I think this is it. I think this is when we're done," it doesn't matter if he's going to jump in the crowd. Because if he jumps in the crowd, the the, the zombies are going to get his family anyways. That's that's a useless sacrifice. Him sticking with the family, and then whatever happens happens, right? The the the, the saving grace, if you want to call it, pun intended, by the way, mm. comes comes through for them. Then he can pick up his mantle of of ultra tough guy again. But his whole character arc is that he is becoming less of the lone wolf. I've got to stand up for everybody. I've got to protect everybody. Um, I've got to protect myself to now I've got this family and I have to protect them. And, you know, even though I still want to be the lone wolf and, and the, the tough guy and, you know, the, the independent dude, mm-hmm. he's not independent. He's becoming less like himself and more like Jesse's character, not the wussy character, but more family oriented. And, and uh, these people mean the world to him or else 
If they didn't, he would have gone. He would have gone away a long time ago. I I, I see that, but it still felt weak. It wasn't weak. Let's do a fucking team huddle. It just did not feel like Woody at all. It didn't feel like. It did, I'm sorry. It didn't feel like Tallahassee. Just didn't. It's not supposed to. That's the whole point of the character arc. Is he's changing from bullshit from bullshitter to not bullshitter because that's his character. His character is a complete bullshitter. He's he's a he's a I know, fake tough guy. He had the, yeah, just like how he faked himself out about his son dying. I, I I got it. Right. I still don't like it. I didn't like it, and I'm I'm not going to change the way I look at that. My biggest problem with the first movie. And this is stupid. This is so stupid. But everyone I've talked to about it feels the same way. I fucking hated when they killed Bill Murray in the first movie. It's funny, but it's also not funny at the same time. Because I don't give a fuck what it is. You don't kill Bill Murray in a goddamn movie. And it, and for it to be someone like Jesse Eisenberg to fucking do it. Oh, God. That's damn. what makes it even better. Every time I watch that movie, I just dread that scene so God damn much. That's right behind you. I dread it. I fucking dread it. Yeah. You can, I can see the yeah. zombie man right there. And it, oh my God. I, I, I mean, I guess that's effective because it makes you feel something right yeah. in every single time. And so, um, but what I love, what I absolutely love is that this movie didn't have to acknowledge the death of Bill Murray. It didn't have to. They could have just done something else and just ignored it because they, because these characters are very indifferent. Like their attitudes are very Seinfeld-ish, you know? Right. And which is funny. It adds to the the dark humor of the whole thing. But I, I would have totally except I did not expect them to do any and without the, the well, the, the trailers kind of gave away that Bill Murray was going to be in the movie in some way or another. Fucking idiots. I hate bad marketing. But um, the fact that they that Jesse Eisenberg's character acknowledges that he fucked up and then they have the whole thing with him and Rosaria Dawson where she's like, there we heard, you know, someone someone killed Bill, you know, and all this shit. And just, yeah, in cold blood. Yeah. We want to find the son of a bitch, right? <laughs> so fucking, maybe maybe he did it because he was scared. Yeah. Who knows? And then I would know. And then, that was great. And that that would have been fine right there. Just that acknowledgement that he fucked up and I'm like, all right, you know what? Okay, fine. Now you, uh, I, I forgive you. And then, and then it has the whole thing during the end credits it, and, and it, it's great. It is fucking great. It loved it. Great payoff with the whole Bill Murray after the credits thing or during the end credits and after credits. Um, <laughs> the whole Garfield three shit, press door, press junket. Oh, God damn it. Um, absolutely worth it. Um, this is a, you know, what surprises me? What? No, Ryan Reynolds. Why did you expect Ryan Reynolds? Who fucking wrote this movie? Did he? I didn't know he wrote this. Who wrote this movie? Uh, didn't it? Um, uh, Rhett Reese, Paul Wernick. And? Dave Callahan. They are responsible for? I don't remember. Deadpool. Hmm. Well, I mean, you can't- y- You didn't see- What? 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 What do you mean, what? I didn't see what. What did, what did they say? What During the trailer? From the writers of from, Deadpool? From the writers of Deadpool. Is that what they said? Uh, I don't always pay attention to that because- How can you not? Because everything- they, every, Literally every fucking thing about Zombieland 2 was from the guys that brought you Deadpool. I didn't- You didn't pay attention to no, any of No, I don't pay attention to that anymore because now every fucking movie trailer goes, from the producers of Annabelle and all this shit. I don't fucking care anymore. From the co-writers of- of fucking Deadpool which starred Ryan Reynolds. Yeah, I just, I quit. Yeah. And Deadpool 2. I, I don't, I just In quit. every yeah. single advertisement. I did not pay attention to that. I swear to God, did not. <laughs> I just didn't. <laughs> How the fuck can you not? I don't know. But you know what? You have your television on all the time, and I bet you a shitload of Zombieland commercials came on. I've and so seen you, none. None. 
Literally none. They said they spent sixty million dollars on marketing this fucking movie. You I don't none? watch TV. I watch two channels. But you've got it on, and it's always playing. I watch Cartoon Network. They don't show Zombieland fucking trailers on Cartoon Network. Yeah, yeah. And I watch football, and they don't show Zombieland trailers on football for the most part. Football fans don't like zombies. They they don't show them. God damn it! It's ABC. <laughs> I got something in my eye. <laughs> So yeah, I, I I love what they did with the whole Bill Murray thing. I didn't, uh, I no, I did not notice that shit. Um, yeah, and like I already mentioned, the movie does not do anything special, too special with the characters. Um, it doesn't do anything. Um, it doesn't really advance them. Any, I, I think the only character that truly grew in that film was Woody Harrelson's character, because um, well, Emma Stone too. Yeah. I, I, but it just, I mean, but in a different way, I can't be too harsh on that because the, the movie does, it, it, it's a comedy. It doesn't need to really progress them too much or anything like that. Yeah. Don't, don't fucking yeah. sell the comedy for making a comedy drama. And thing. Yeah. No, that's why. I, but I just, I don't know. It, it, it's, it's difficult. Like I look, I, I recommend this movie. Go see this movie. If you love zombie land. This is a great companion piece to zombie land. It, it is. It works. The characters don't sell themselves out. Okay. And it, it's fun. It's funny. And even Zoe Deutsch's character. Holy shit. When I saw her in the trailers, even when I saw the Luke Wilson and Thomas Middleditch characters, they're doppelgangers. That was funny. In the trailers, I was like, oh God, they're going to, I mean, it looks funny, but are they going to, are they going to overdo it? And it's going to become fucking annoying. And they didn't. I was surprised. I was actually surprised that I don't think there was one character, not even the Berkeley character. I don't think any character was on the screen for too long, took over too much of the film from the, from the main cast and derailed the film. No one did it. I, I can't think of anyone that did. Zoe Deutsch's character, who in the trailers, I thought, oh God, this is going to be this annoying additive that's going to fucking just ruin the entire movie. And instead, her character was funny. She was funny almost every time Every time she said something. And then the movie was smart enough to get rid of her for a while because it seemed like she was getting close to wearing out her welcome, right? And then, so she's gone for a while because she, you know, like you know, we think she zombifies when it's just a peanut allergy or whatever. Right. And then she comes back and it's a, and they do it in a hilarious way. So it was fine. I, you know, and then, yeah. And then I, the whole sequence with Thomas Middleditch and um, Luke Wilson was great because it does this like non, or at least appearance wise, they made it look like this one shot action scene, long shot action scene where it's just the camera's just chasing them around these rooms while they're fighting in, in, you know, in the fake, the faux gray, Land, right? You know the hotel, yeah, uh, the hot dog or whatever it's called. The, the, the what's that place called? The hot dog hotel, or I don't remember. It was Rosario Dawson's the little hound dog hotel. Okay, yep. It ain't nothing but a hot dog. God damn it! Frying all the time. <laughs> all right, so but you ain't no grill of mine. Yeah, that was a really well filmed, really well shot sequence that happened there with the action and then the action at the end when the when the when the uh the the monster truck is fucking plowing through all the zombies and stuff um minor quibble but it's yeah it's not even really a quibble it's just it's it's kind of stupid when you see uh, uh i guess it fits in the whole dark comedy thing but when you see a whole group of hippies that are melting guns how the fuck have they survived this long in a zombie apocalypse when there's ninja zombies and 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 hawkins zombies and and you know 
and T-800 zombies. How the fuck are these these idiots surviving? I think that's part of the joke of the movie, right? Like, how do these idiots keep living? You know, just like this chick who's Zoe Deutsch's character who looks pristine, right? She looks like she's wearing brand new clothes, which I, okay, she's in a mall, so maybe that makes sense. But, you know, she's hiding in a freezer the whole time, you know, and she looks perfect, like model perfect when she comes out, you know. Uh, You know what? All that shit I can forgive because I think it's intentional comedy to do it that way because it's impossible. All that shit's impossible. Just like the guy, you know, knocking over the, the, the leaning tower of Pisa to kill zombies and kill and, the ear. Yeah. And shit like that. You know, it's just all, I thought that was, see that, that was one of the parts of the movie that I didn't care for. Oh, the, uh, the kills of the year. Yeah. You know what? That, I mean that I don't have much else to say about this movie. It just, it just works. It works and it doesn't really not work at all. It, it, I, I look. I'm always. I had expect higher. I always have higher expectations for sequels. It's it just. It's just a natural thing that's ingrained in me. I don't know why. Whatever, because of marketing or some shit. I don't fucking know. Probably. But you're a sucker. Um, these movies never meet expectations. But I'll tell you what. I wasn't fucking jazzed about the trailers that came out for this movie. These trailers that came out, they fucking felt lame to me. And I was like, God, please tell me they're holding back, right? And they were. The movie's way better than the trailers, and I enjoyed it. And yes, go see it. Spend your money on it. Support it. And then add it to your collection when it comes out on Blu-ray or 4K or whatever the hell you you know, you know do. Whatever you bastards decide to buy. Yeah, whatever you frequent. So, God, Jack in the Box doesn't even hide anymore that they fucking promote weed smoking shit <laughs> to, to the potheads. You know those uh those uh thug life fucking uh, meme things that um you know like with the joint like someone makes some com- witty comment and all of a sudden these sunglasses and then a joint goes over their mouth you know and it goes thug life or whatever they're doing that now with the fucking Jack in the Box he did the sunglasses over his face while they're promoting their after hours menu oh god um good for them good for the potheads I guess so uh anyway that's all I got with uh, when it comes to Zombieland is there anything that I talked about that you disagree with besides the whole Woody Harrelson thing at the end? No. No? No, I, I highly recommend this movie. Yeah. You know, everything that you said, we've we've pretty much... And the wedding it's not thing. Good for, it's not good for podcast bullshit, but <laughs> um, the, most of the stuff we talk about yeah. right after the movie, and then you just pretty much take my comments and add them into your review, yeah. and, I'm, and that's... I don't care because... That helps to give me insight. You know, sometimes there's, there's things that you saw that I didn't see. Right. But like I said, I, it doesn't make no it doesn't make a difference to me whether you take my comments and add them into the interview mm. or not yeah. I, I appreciate it but basically what if I'm coming around and, and you're doing that that means that I don't have to comment too too much mm. because we're right we're pretty much on the same page if, yeah if there's something I feel that there's a little bit different it's been a couple of days yeah you know since we've seen the movie and I've had time to reflect on it I haven't had time to reflect on it um, I haven't even had time to think about it much less and that's actually a good thing if I reflect on a movie that that means I have problems with it. The other movie that I didn't have a problem with was Peanut Butter Falcon. Yeah. Um, I didn't have to reflect on that movie too much. As much as, like I said, I don't care for Shia LaBeouf. <laughs> yeah. Shia the Beef. Which you have to mention every time we bring him up. Yes, I know. I'm go- I do it on purpose. Uh, it's a drinking game. So, <laughs> in, in the, as well as saying so, might as well take a huge drink. 
Um, and, or umming. <laughs> if I have to think about a movie, then I have a problem with the movie. Yeah. And if I don't have to think about a movie after I've seen it, that means that I've enjoyed it and I don't have any issues with it. Let's see. What movie did you have to think about the most? Getaway with Ethan Hawke? Uh. <laughs> Transformers 4? Name of fuck. No, no. Actually, no. Transformers TMNT. 5. Transformers 5 made Transformers 4 look way better than it was. And it, Any it was, of the Transformers movies? Uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Well, the first three had Shia LaBeouf. Mike, how do you feel about Shia LaBeouf? Fuck him. <laughs> <laughs> Except for Bumblebee. Bumblebee wasn't bad. Wasn't great, but wasn't bad. All right. I enjoyed Bumblebee much better than I enjoyed any of the Transformers movies. Yeah. Even the first Transformers movie. I was I was so disappointed in the entire Michael Bay bullshit. Yeah. All right. So, uh, yeah, I, I think the only thing that felt a little forced was the, the Jesse Eisenberg, you know, marrying uh, Emma Stone at the end of the movie thing. It didn't, they didn't really need to do that. It just, I mean, they're together because of lack of options anyway. And they, which they, they address in the film, you know, so it doesn't really, I don't need to see them, you know, propose or get married to each other because it's inevitable pretty much. Right. You know, let's do something else instead. So whatever. But like I said, it's not detrimental to the film. You know, it's still fun and yeah, it's way better than it's bad and it's not bad. I don't think the movie's bad at all. That's what's good about it. Like the, the, you know, Fleischer, he, he understood the concept of this film and he didn't, he didn't deviate from it. He, he made it work just like the original and good for him. So, yeah. all right. So, so thanks for listening and, uh, we'll let you know what we talk, what we see next time when it, when it is next time. Okay. After all about that time. Oh, what? Oh yeah. What's going on? Nobody can understand you. I don't know. Mush mouth. I don't know. <laughs>